Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Content and Caffeine. I'm very glad you could join me. This week, I'm joined by Pascal Cadaret, who is a marketing strategist over at Leadfox. Leadfox is a marketing automation software. They deal with everything from pop-up forms, landing pages, email marketing campaigns, uh, and everything in between to sort of stitch it all together. Me and Pascal, or Pascal and I, shall I say, we discussed uh, email marketing specifically, using content to, to build trust and authenticity, going beyond the sort of the sales mindset of just sort of using uh, ads only to, to build leads and build, uh, build a customer base. And we also spoke about how Leadfox is uh, doing on that front, you know, what kind of content they use, are they using right now to, to sort of build their, build their trust and, and get leads. Uh, Pascal mentioned specifically how well their ebook is doing, and we spoke about that for a little bit. I'll let you guys jump into this one. I hope you enjoy it. As always, this episode is brought to you by Wordify, the content marketing agency for software vendors. You can find out about Wordify by visiting Wordify, that's W-O-R-D-I-F-Y dot C-O. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Content and Caffeine. Today, I'm joined by Pascal Cadaret, the marketing strategist at Leadfox, which is a marketing automation software. Pascal, thanks so much for joining me. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks to you for inviting me. That's a, that's a pretty cool opportunity. <laughs> no problem at all, no problem. So where are you joining me from today, exactly? I'm from Quebec in, uh, in Canada. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So if we were having a coffee in Quebec, where would we, what would we be having? Oh, uh, right now we're having pretty, uh, it's, a, it's a regular coffee that we have. It's a, a factory that we have here in Quebec. It's called the Café Vittoria. It's a uh, pretty good coffee, actually. Uh, it's uh, well known here in the region, in, in Quebec. And uh, yeah, they do pretty cool, uh, pretty good coffee. Yeah. Okay, very, very cool. I'll, I'll be sure <laughs> to check it out next time I'm in, in Quebec. Canada does sound, does sound beautiful, so I do, it's on my bucket list somewhere. Okay, so today we're going to talk about um, mainly email marketing, but since you're from uh, Leadfox, I wanted to sort of um, get some insights into Leadfox very quickly. So, I mean, having a look at your website, you guys are a marketing automation platform, yep. and you talk about you know, automatically generating new leads and customers. So how does that work exactly? Um, basically, uh, with Leadfox, we offer a, a variety of tools to gather email addresses uh, through landing pages, pop-ups, forms, everything you need, as well as automated emails to nurture the leads uh, and uh, turn them into customers. So uh, basically, what what we provide is an all-in-one platform so you don't need to use plenty of different platforms to do all of that it's under the same roof so uh so yeah it's it's easier to uh to uh to manage it's easier to to create stuff and everything to to manage your customers and everything so uh we provide that all under the same roof yeah. excellent excellent are you guys more b2c focused b2b facing a bit of both we're most uh, B2B focused. Um, we uh, would perform very well for uh, customers who, for businesses actually, who offers a more type of service business, you know, like uh, marketers or uh, coaches and everything. Uh, we do well with e-commerce as well. Uh, we just don't have all of, of the, 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 the deep, deepest functionalities. We, we work really best with uh, coaches and service service-based uh, companies. 
Okay, interesting. Well, here's a curveball for you. Since you are more B2B facing, <laughs> there, is a, there is a bit of a split, right? And I, and I don't pretend that it's a 50-50 split, but there is a bit of a split with B2B marketers saying that, you know, that there's, there's one faction that says, you know, email marketing is dead and email marketing is no longer, um, you know, the best use of your time. You know, and that's because there's so many, you know, emails in our inbox now. You know, most people will never have inbox zero. We've got, you know, all sorts of different brands sending us all sorts of different things. And we've got our own personal emails. We've got our old professional emails with our, with our employees or our superiors or our colleagues saying all sorts of things. And, you know, emails just become such a, a fragmented atmosphere and a, and a diluted atmosphere. So what do you, what do you think of that? Yeah, well, so... Indeed, some people say email marketing is dead and everything, but uh, I, I disagree with that, of course. <laughs> I would imagine so. It is, it's not an easy domain. Uh, marketing is not easy and uh, there's a lot of challenges. Uh, so yes, indeed, it can be hard to, to go into the email marketing without a plan, without, um, without some specific, uh, without a specific funnel. So if you don't have a specific plan, you're going to find it hard. You're going to face a lot of challenges and not a lot of people are going to open your emails and everything. So we have to approach email marketing marketing with a more uh, structured uh, funnel. So, of course, if you just send emails asking people to buy and offering rebates and everything, you're going to end up in the spam folder and people are not going to open your emails because they already receive a lot of publicity. So you have to go from a different approach. You have to deliver content. You have to be useful in their inbox. If you don't, if you don't bring anything to the table, people are not going to open your emails. Uh, if you just send emails to, to ask people to buy and to share rebates, people are not interested in that we already receive 50 of those emails every day so um so yeah what the reason why we work best with service-based companies coaches and marketers and everything is because they have lots of informations to share lots of content that they can create and share with their uh, customers base to to basically nurture them and give them all the tools to become better in this field to present their expertise and to uh, you know to 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 prove that they are experts and uh, you don't prove you're an expert when you just share a rebate that's not gonna work it's it's more of an end of funnel email than a, a top of funnel email so um so yeah uh, there are a lot of challenges if you if you send only rebates or newsletters from time to time you're not gonna have a lot of traction you have to be useful you have to share content yeah absolutely agree so let's let me give you a quick example right so let's 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 imagine um you know i'm working for lead fox 2 right now and I'm the ad, I'm the ad guy, right? So you're you're the market strategist. <laughs> I'm, I like ads, right? I prefer cool. ads, you know. Uh, you and me are colleagues. Uh, I prefer ads, right? I prefer Facebook ads and, and LinkedIn ads, perhaps, to target the B two B audience, right? How how would you how would you convince me? And what would you, you know? What's the, what's the plan for Lead Fox to to do what you just said, which is to you know engage engage your list with content, useful content, not just sort of selling content, but useful yeah. content that's going to work over time. What kind of content would that include? And and what would that strategy look like? Would it be just like one email a month, one email a week? How would that be? 
Convince me. Convince me, Pascal. <laughs> cool. <laughs> well, when you do ads, the first thing you want to do is to, to gather email addresses because you don't want to pay each time to reach those customers you you just reached. So once you have the email address, you can, you can talk with these people as much as you want without spending a dime each time. So... First of all, what you want to do is to give something for free, something that doesn't uh, that doesn't engage the customers for that doesn't really engage the customers. So a free ebook, a free guide. If you're in the domain of, let's say, you're a marketer and you 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 sell um, you sell coachings or you sell trainings and everything. Give away a, a small um, a small sample of your uh, of your training or, or of your coaching or anything something that is completely free and that there is no strings attached. So once you give that away and you got the email addresses, then uh, you're going to be able to send them an email with uh, useful content, like uh, complimentary content. You, you, let's say you write an email, okay, you, you've received my free book. What's your feedback on it? Where's, what's your situation? Where are you in your researches and everything so that you know a bit more about your, uh, your subscribers. And then you can send another email uh, asking, um, asking if, they, uh, if they had the time to reconsider your, um, your, uh, your website or if they had time to, to revisit your other content. Or you can share positive, uh, positive feedback from other customers so that you have a social Proof that you're the expert in your field. Um, now, the uh, as for the frequency, uh, it really depends on your uh, subscribers base. Some people uh, tolerate more than three emails per week. Some some audiences doesn't tolerate more than than that. Uh, it really depends on your audience. But overall, I would say that the best performances are around one to two emails per week. Um, so with that, you know that you have a good recipe. Um, so always share complimentary content to prove that you are the expert in your field and to give more tools to your customers to um, to, to get so that they become more knowledgeable in your field and they know how to um, to 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 do shopping in your domain so that at the end of the day they're gonna end up saying yeah okay I verified there there and there and indeed you are the best so I'm gonna go with you so yeah, yeah. Excellent. It's, that's, that's really cool. So you're basically using you use email to become a thought leader, right? Once yep. you get access to their their inbox, you can now take that position as a thought leader, someone who's a source of information, not just a source of uh, software or services, whatever it is that you sell. Very, exactly. very interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah. The at the end of the day, the software is just it's the result. It's the tool that's going to help you communicate with your uh, with your audience. So basically, the tool itself doesn't do much. Uh, the, 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 the whole strategy uh, lies in the person behind the tool. So it's just a, um, a communication channel. So, so yeah. 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 Um, A-B testing is something I want to talk about. Oh, Why yeah. is it important to, to A-B test um, emails and, and that kind of thing? You kind of, you kind of touched on it before when, when you said something about learning more about your audience, right? So exactly. what, can a, what can A-B testing t- teach you about your, your subscriber list? 
Yeah, A-B testing is a very important uh, feature that, that, that you must have access to when you're uh, shopping for your uh, automation uh, marketing software. Basically, what it allows you to do is, uh, let's say with an email, uh, you send a thousand, you send an email to a thousand subscribers. Well, you are able to send 50% of, uh, let's say, a version of that email with a different subject uh, and 50% with another subject. You're going to be able to compare these two, uh, these two versions and see which one of them um, converts the most or which modification you made that, uh, that, that had the most engagement and everything. So you're going to be able to gather knowledge about your audience um, when testing those different those different approaches with your audience um, I've I've made a test here in one of my email with a um, with a base of subscriber that in one of these these emails I had a link just a link that that redirected to a YouTube video as well as on the other version I had the image of the uh, the video as a thumbnail uh, with a, an embedded link to redirect to the um, YouTube video and obviously the image uh, was the one who performed the, the most we had I think uh, something like 10% click rate versus something like 2% click rate on the the text only one so it allows you to know more about your audience and what they respond to the most and you can do that with your pop-ups, you can do that with your landing pages and know more about your audience and see what what triggers them to react the most. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you just mentioned their landing pages and stuff like that, right? I mean, sometimes marketers, they sort of, they, they see email marketing as like this one bubble. So you're, you're doing email marketing and it only happens in their inbox, right? But there's a whole there's a whole funnel, right? So you 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 get them you get them into the inbox via uh, a, a subscription form or a pop up or or, or or also a landing page too, maybe. But then after that, you want they're still in the funnel, right? So what is a good way to sort of you know turn that subscriber into a customer? Is it just through a landing page? You know, you send them some content. What if that you know again? If I t if I put my my sales hat on. You know, okay, they visit our blog post, but then they leave. Pascal, what's happening? They 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 visited two of our blog posts, but they, they haven't bought anything. So, is this stuff really working? Yeah. Well, once once you do uh, once you do uh, you do ads on Google or Facebook or anything, the first thing you want to do is to have a tool to gather those email addresses because you don't want to you don't want to have to pay to reach again those persons. But let's say they 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 don't put their email in anything yet, you're going to be able to remarket them and, and well, you have no choice. You have to pay again to, to reach out to them. So, but once you have these email addresses through your landing page, your pop-up or everything, uh, to turn them into paying customers, there is a lot of ingredients in that recipe. Um, first of all, in the email section, in the email communication, you want to show that you're the expert in your field. You want to, to, to gain the trust of that person. Because if the person doesn't want to buy yet, it's because she doesn't know you. She doesn't know if she makes a good deal buying from you. Uh, she doesn't know if she gets uh, ripped off or anything. So you got to gain that trust from that person so how do you gain that trust you show that you're an expert in your field you share valuable content
content. There's nothing that says I'm an expert like sharing content. You share positive feedback from um, from different customers. If you have a, a a return policy or a guarantee show it show that you have a guarantee so that the person has a plan b if she if that person is not satisfied with uh, their purchase so you gotta gain the trust of that person and once you have that trust then you redirect that person uh, to your website with an incredible offer or anything something that is like uh, 24 hours only you have to act now you redirect that person to your website now it is extremely important to have uh, to have a nice appealing website because if you redirect that person to a uh, to a crappy website that is not well built, that is not HTTPS secured or anything, you just lost all your credibility. So it's the combination of a lot of elements um, to turn a subscriber into a, a paying customer. Uh, so you nurture them with your emails, you show them that you're an expert, you gain their trust, you add social proof, and you add a sense of urgency with a limited time offer, then you redirect this person to your website, um, uh, and a well-built website, a secured website, some a safe environment for that person to, uh, to proceed to the payment. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I also think it's, you know, on top of being a secure website, a well-built, a beautiful website, I think it's also important that um, once they land on your site, they need to see more content, right? So when they, when they do land, okay, they've, they, they've enjoyed the content you've sent in their, in their inbox. Maybe they've clicked on a blog post that you've sent them. But now it's important to show them that, you know, that's not all we've got. You know, that wasn't just a piece of content to lure you in. Our website is actually a hub of, of more content, content relevant to you. Right. So, I mean, I'm looking at the Lead Fox website right now. Right. I'm looking at the, the content you guys have got. Uh, and we're going to get into sort of how you guys have done this and and the tactics that you're using and the tactics that you're planning to use in the future. Uh, but you guys are using, you know, you've got uh, case studies, you've got webinars, uh, reports, you've got uh, landing pages, uh, guides, checklists. Uh, you've got a, a plethora of of different types of, of content, right? It's not just blog posts, not just case studies. You've got a different, you've got different stuff going on. So, you know, what is, I want to ask you, what, what, has, what has worked best for you guys right now? Is it, is it this, is it this mixture? Is it, is, have you found that, you know, um, the checklist has been the most important thing for you guys going forward to gather leads? Has it been the, uh, the case study? Has it been the webinar? Uh, webinars work well, uh, traditionally speaking in the B2B space. So, you know, I, I, we're just moving now into sort of Leadfox's Lead strategy right now. What's working for you guys and, and what's, uh, what are you planning on using in the future too? <laughs> uh, what works very well right now on our website is um, is indeed the uh, marketing resources with all of those uh, all of those content and everything. But the ebook itself, when you go into resources and ebook, that that landing page that offers that ebook is incredibly uh, is in incredibly awesome. We get a lot of conversion from that um, from that uh, landing page. Uh, that is the one that works uh, the the best um, right now we uh, we have that page here we get a lot of, of um, leads from that page but we're also working on webinars and uh, and other uh, piece of content to drive more customers and everything so uh, so yeah
yeah, right now the the ebook is uh, it's incredible how it converts, and we get we also get a lot of leads through the. Um, through the uh, marketing software report, uh, we compared uh, different um, different competitors in the sector, and we made the, uh, a report out of that. That that converts pretty well to uh, more from B two B businesses, uh, but those two are are amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean. To give the listeners a, a taste, right? I was able to, I, to be fair, I was already on the right page. I was on your resources page, but I, I managed to find that ebook just now and download it while you were speaking just there. Uh, so I've got <laughs> it right in front of me right now. So that's how a beautiful website should be, right? So very, very easy to find the content and download it very quickly. I didn't even, I didn't have to go to my email again to, to get to get this piece of content. It downloaded in my browser, and this ebook is um, over twenty-seven pages, right? There's 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 three different chapters and twenty-seven pages. And it covers everything from what is a landing page to how to create the optimal landing page, you know, the anatomy of the landing page, best practices, you know, what's your value proposition, what's the title, what's the hook, what's the, where's the content, uh, what do the forms look like, what does what does the call to action look like, um, you know, responsive design, privacy policy, okay, being GDPR GDPR compliant, and everything like that. Um, so there's a ton of content here that gives an A to Z, a very detailed look at um, your expertise this is your thought leadership right so i'm looking at this and i'm thinking wow lead fox knows about landing pages and they also know about uh email marketing because you've got a resources for email marketing specifically so i'm looking at this and i'm thinking okay as a landing page builder as, as landing pages part of what lead fox offers i can trust these guys these have obviously done their research they know what they're talking about they've they've, they've published this very very sleek looking uh, ebook so, you know, I'm starting to, to understand that, that lead fox is someone I can trust, as she's mentioned earlier, right? And and tr- and again, trust is so, so important. And trust is such a big element of content marketing. And this is what sales guys, you know, I, lo- I, love, I love sales guys, but this is what sales guys don't really understand, right? It's not just about the sale today. It's about building that trust, right? That trust that doesn't necessarily come with ads or, or, or direct sales. It can come with a sale itself. A sale can create trust. Um, but really, your sale only creates um, one-dimensional uh, one trust. It, it creates trust that, okay, I'm going to get what I paid for, and a product may be good, but it doesn't, it doesn't make me trust the brand as a brand. It doesn't make me trust a brand as a source of information, necessarily, uh, which is just as important. So, you know, this is, this is just a, one example of, of how LeadFox is doing it, and if another company is going to do it, then another company can do the exact same thing, but with their own... With their own um, you know, topic, whatever that topic may be. If you sell, if you sell toilet tissue, then you should write an ebook about the different types of toilet tissue and 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 how, and and what they what it looks like and what it shouldn't look like and industrial type or industrial uh, like hey. uh, you know this kind of the kind you find in like a, in a mall versus the kind you yeah, find in exactly. your own toilet. These kind of things, right? And, and this and it may not be the most um, interesting, but that's your if that's your industry, that's your industry. So you need to yeah. create content around it exactly and publish it at scale, right? Exactly. The the one tip that I have and that I always give uh, to to customers who doesn't know what what piece of content to do is think of all the questions your customers ask you. These are your piece of content. If people, let's say we take the example of the, uh, the, the toilet tissue. Well, if people ask you what's the difference between this and that, well, that's a piece of content. The, the answer you're going to give to that customer 
write it down take take open your notepad write it down and gather all these information and create a, an ebook or a guide or anything that is some piece of content that's gonna help your customers know more about your product and at the end of the day these person are gonna are gonna be able to contact you and say okay uh, i've made my choice i want that so it's gonna ease up the process you're gonna appear as an expert in your field and everything so yeah that's uh, no matter what what field you are in there is some piece of content uh, to create yeah I couldn't agree more couldn't agree more so just to wrap this up the whole lead fox uh, marketing strategy what you said you know things are working well on the ebook front what what are some potential things that you want to try out you want to a b test for yourselves that you haven't actually done yet um or you know something that you're you've got in the works that you know i'm not asking for secrets but something you know what's what's something that's piqued your interest as as a as a marketing strategist over there what's something that you think may be working for you guys soon um uh, right now uh with uh, with lead fox uh, where we're we're building uh, our well actually the the platform itself it works pretty well uh, we have lots of developers that that constantly improve that platform we we just released a brand new um, pop-up builder and uh, uh, landing page builder as well so we're constantly improving our platform uh, right now I know that my developers work uh, on a pretty cool uh, project regarding automations but um, there's there's not much I can I can say but things are moving pretty fast uh, we have a, we have a, a great team of developers that work day and night uh, to improve the platform and they're pretty amazing and that gives you that gives you fuel right as a content as a content as a marketer that gives you fuel so every time you know that software you know every time a developers say yep this up this update is ready you've got the opportunity to go in there now and, and just market it right you can learn about that product you can then write uh, a new ebook about specifically that that section of marketing uh, you can write press releases about that specific uh, particular uh, feature um, and before you know it, you've got like, you know, uh, three weeks worth of content just because one feature was released. So it's about looking for ex uh, excuses to create content. It's about not necessarily creating content that, that, that is fluff, but there's always something going on, whether it's within your company or within your niche, uh, within the news around your company. There's always something going on. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly, and and to be able to to send those those news um, that that the platform is improving shows that uh, things go well for the platform, uh, that the team is growing, so that people trust us. Uh, if people wouldn't trust us, we wouldn't be able to improve our platform. We wouldn't be able be able to 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 survive in this uh, in this huge market where there's a lot of competition. So that's that's a sign of um, of uh, of, of expertise when uh, once when things go well that that word keeps coming up trust <laughs> trust is so so important exactly and that's, and that's pretty much you know what content marketing does it builds trust and, and the rest of it just follows follows freely exactly yeah that's, let's move over to our go ahead go ahead yeah. oh well i was just saying that's that's the root of everything it's trust yeah. absolutely couldn't agree more couldn't agree more let's move over to our quick fire round pascal yeah. are you ready for this one yeah. Okay. Uh, first question is, what's your favorite social network right now? Uh, right now, uh, I I balance between uh, Facebook and Instagram. I have a little little preference for Instagram right now. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> and how about for Leadfox specifically? What what does Leadfox enjoy most? Where where does the most engagement and the, and the most uh, leads come from? 
Uh, Facebook definitely it's uh, you have the most visibility for the cheapest price uh, yeah most definitely Facebook okay are you using Facebook mainly organically mainly for ads bit of both uh, a bit of both yeah uh, organically we do a lot of webinars and uh, to, uh, to 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 get to gather leads and everything but uh, when we're paying we're going uh, for Facebook ads yeah okay very cool okay second question is whose content are you consuming the most right now um, honestly, I'm not consuming a lot of, of digital content. I'm reading a lot of books. Um, I, I enjoy Russell Brunson's work. He's amazing. Um, I enjoy Seth Godin's uh, works as well. Uh, yeah, I'm reading a lot of books more than online content. Yeah, yeah no problem there. No problem there. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Uh, Seth Godin's actually got a really good podcast too. Uh, it's called Akimbo, that which you might which you might like. Okay, uh, he, he's not paying me for this, but <laughs> it's very, he's very very good. Uh, it, it's just him talking to the microphone, uh, but he's, he explores different sort of um, uh, just sort of psychological, you know, uh, to do with marketing, psychological um, theories, if you will, and he just sort of goes in depth about how this company did this or how this person did that once upon a time, giving you little stories about. You know, how, again, how people gain trust, how people uh, lose trust, how they sort of gain attention in their space. Very, very cool podcast. Um, it, it's quite unorthodox, but it's very, uh, which you know, Seth Godin is, is a little bit, is a little bit, but it's very, 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 very cool. Okay, and, and what's the name of that podcast? It's called Akimbo. A A K I M B O. Oh, okay, perfect. Yeah, yeah. A bit of, a, a bit of an unorthodox name as well. He actually yeah. said, <laughs> he actually said that um, someone asked him uh, what, what, why that name. Yeah. And he said, I wanted the name beginning with A because I know a lot of people um, sort their podcasts by in alphabetical order. Or a lot of apps do oh. that automatically. So I wanted wow. mine to be first. Which is which is interesting because Seth Godin is wow. usually like a very a very sneaky marketer, but that's actually quite obvious, right? That's yeah, actually exactly. like, oh wow. <laughs> well, that's smart. Nobody it think of that. Yeah, yeah, it is smart. It is smart. So yeah, there you go. That's that's how Seth Godin uh, named his podcast. Content wow. and Cafe. We'd be a, we'd be a bit further down this, I think, but <laughs> hopefully not too far down. Okay. Uh, third question and final question for you is: What's your one tip for content marketers today? Um. The one tip uh, that I always give and uh, that always works the most is create content when you're answering a question. That is when I personally, that is when I write the most. That is that is when my content is in its purest form is when someone asks me a question and I uh, explain it to them. That answer is is the the field answer actually that's the answer you're you're giving to your customers and and you're in when you have to answer to a customer you're in creation mode actually so why not create a piece of content out of that out of that question and um and don't try to 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 be someone else be yourself be authentic uh, that's where you're going to gain trust the easiest way um, so always be there for your uh, for your customers speak authentically and every answer you give reuse them as a piece of content you give valuable you give valuable uh, advices you're an expert in your field so why not use all of those uh, all of those 
uh, tips and tricks and everything to create content. So yeah. Yeah, very very cool. And we spoke. I, I spoke a couple of times about sales, um, and they're, and they're a great asset to content marketers, right? Or marketers in yeah. general. They're getting a lot of questions. They're getting a lot of questions from potential clients, uh, potential leads, um, and and that's a great way for you to to create content. As as Pascal just said, you know, talk to your sales guys or sales girls and say, look, what are the biggest questions we're getting? What are the the biggest obstacles that that people are sort of pointing to to stop them from buying? And then you take those questions or you take those issues and dilemmas. And you turn it into content. You answer that content. You you expand upon it in your in your in your in your blog posts, in your eBooks, and whatnot, uh, in your email drip campaigns, whatever it needs to be. And there you go. You've got some content there that's actually going to move the needle. Yeah, exactly. I'm a, I'm a really lazy person, so I, I always <laughs> enjoy creating as much content as I can so that people have all the tools to, to answer their questions. And when they pick up the phone and phone me, uh, I want to have the, the less sales work to do. Uh, so, uh, so, so I create a lot of content so that they can close themselves, actually. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And it shows... <laughs> It shows the maturity of the company, right? I mean, if, if you ask a question to a company and they they give you a whole ebook about it or, or a whole blog post yeah. about that question, it shows that, wow, these guys have actually been around a block. They've actually answered this question in formally and here it is for me. So it, again, it, it builds that trust again. It builds that, yeah. builds that trust. And you said it before as well, authenticity. I think trust and authenticity, exactly. those are the two big words. They're going to keep coming up in future episodes, guys. So yeah. get used to them. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Pascal, you've been fantastic. Um, how, can, <laughs> how can somebody reach you online if they want to get in touch? Um, to reach me personally, I'm uh, I'm a bit in the stealth mode on social medias. Okay. Uh, I don't I don't personally create a lot of content for social medias. I create a lot of content for Leadfox. Um, people can find Leadfox on Facebook, on LinkedIn as well. Uh, that's where the most uh, that's where uh, we are the most active. We also have an Instagram page, but we're not really active on this one. So they can find us on Facebook, uh, on LinkedIn, and they obviously can find us on our website leadfox.co uh, plus they have a possibility to open up a free 14 days trial to test the platform uh, test our uh, test, test our landing pages emails automation plus we have a fantastic support team they are expert they are they are peaches uh, you can talk to them uh, via the chat uh, they're going to be able able to help you uh, without hesitation excellent Pascal thank you so much for coming on well, thanks for the invitation. It was great. No problem. Thank you again. Guys, thank you for listening to Content and Caffeine. If you enjoyed this episode, remember to share it with your friends and your colleagues. And please remember to rate and review us on iTunes or whichever app you're listening to us on. If you're looking for show notes, head over to wordify.co forward slash podcast. And I'll see you again next week.